0: Well hello and thank you for joining us for another edition of our podcast. I'm here today, Pastor Jeremy. And of course to my right, Hi, Pastor Mark. That's right. Good so team. we hope that we're coming to you in stereo wherever you're joining us at, in your car or in your home, or yeah, maybe thanks for you're joining the us. gym. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just really appreciate you tuning in.
0: We've got a big audience already. We just started this well, in- endeavor. So, Pastor Mark, I'd like to start out with a question for you today. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite movie that has to deal with space star wars yeah that was quick and that was my uh, guess for you too. was it yeah and i've been a lot of our listeners would say the same thing i was trying to think of something besides star wars mm-hmm. and the one that i came up with is uh it's called armageddon i believe right <laughs> yeah, you know the one I right know that one. With, with uh bruce willis isn't is it right uh, Liv and, tyler yeah yeah I don't know how long ago that movie came oh, wow. out. but now, it's on TV a lot. Decades, often. I guess, but it's that a is popularity. a really, really good movie. Well, I bring up that subject of, of space, and I was just thinking a little bit about that movie today because, uh, you know, in that movie... Bruce Willis's character, I believe he's some type of like a like a core driller, oil or something Derrick's right? And the yeah. Sea, deep sea. Yeah. Yeah. So he specializes in being able to do that. And uh, if you haven't seen the movie, it's not a spoiler. You should check it out. But uh, there's a large asteroid that's coming toward Earth, or a meteor, and they don't know how to get rid of it. And this concept is to send up. Bruce Willis and his team of basically oil derrick drillers to be able to drill into the core of this asteroid, plant dynamite in it, and then blow it up is the whole concept. And part of what they face is going through all this turmoil of just sending up just kind of everyday people yeah. up into space, right? These are these are guys that are just blue collar workers. Mm-hmm. They're not not pilots. Uh, no, no, they're S- certainly
1: not astronauts. No, not
0: scientists for the most part, and they're right. going up to do you know this this big task. And so I bring that up today because in an article that you and I were looking at, it's entitled uh, "SpaceX Makes History with the First All-Civilian Space Flight." And so maybe some of our listeners saw this uh, over the past uh, week weekend, here. Yeah, yeah. They took off this weekend. Of these individuals uh, going up into space, that basically for the most part. Are just a, kind of some everyday people, you know, kind of a mix of different individuals here an entrepreneur that's there, one who is a, a scientist, one who is uh, an aerospace engineer, a data engineer, uh, a physician that's there also that's going up with them. So, kind of this, or excuse me, physician's assistant. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, a couple different, you know, people, but for the most part, uh, all civilians being able to now go into to space. Something that, yeah. I don't know, when I was a kid, I don't know if I ever would have thought, man. Yeah, everybody can go to space. People had that idea. I wish I could be an astronaut. Wish I could go to space. But totally you had to man. be an astronaut. to Exactly. Do that. Yeah. I mean, we all know the selection process to,
1: to become an astronaut. I mean, it's, you talk about that's probably the most elite, exclusive mm. group or profession in the world. Sure. Sure. I mean, you talk about it's. I mean, you think it's hard to be a professional athlete. You pretty much say that. Generally speaking, yeah, that that, that would be impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know mm-hmm. get a business degree, have a backup plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to make it into the astronaut program, it's even slimmer odds.
0: Yeah, yeah, and even. Oh uh, uh, wait. Go ahead. The odds of making it are astronomical. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Please join us for our other <laughs> podcast, jokes Pastor with jokes. Uh, yeah, faster <laughs> jokes and dad jokes. Yeah, we'll start that one up soon. So yeah. Exactly, I same thing. Growing up, and again watching
1: Star Wars uh, when it first came out, in the '70s and '80s, and again, uh, that was civilians living in this world where they traveled through space just as part of their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And so, just a dream about what that would be like for us was, yeah, it was, that, it was just that. It was a big dream. It was there was no realistic uh, thought that I would ever get to. Go to space or yeah. travel on a spaceship, and I guess that's what makes you know. This is obviously made big headlines this weekend. Uh, again, all civilian crew uh,
0: is now, as we speak, orbiting, orbiting the Earth. It isn't that amazing, too. It's not just like, hey, they're gonna they're gonna take you know a couple months to be able to go around the Earth, yeah. or just like you said, straight up into space and then back. You actually pointed out to me today uh, in the article there that it says they're gonna circle the planet. Fifteen times every day that they're up there, so I I mean that's just mind blowing to think about that. It's you know I think about how long it took me to get down Scottsdale Road (laughs) to get get some lunch real quick today to go just a three miles I think it was. You know much less going for three days, but fifteen times a day, circle the earth. Yeah, it's just amazing. All yeah, right. So, what are you, you thinking? thinking of, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you thinking about this? Well, as I kind of went through the the article, I thought it was so interesting of having you know this group of civilians that have now been elevated, if you will, to a very different level. That they've gotten this very special privilege, something they didn't have before, something that most of these individuals probably never dreamed of that they were going to be able to do, but now they have been uh, selected. They have been chosen and now they're this, this special grouping of individuals and so the the scripture that actually that popped into my mind is from 2nd uh, Peter chapter 2 verses 9 through 10 and uh, we hear the words but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light and it goes on to say once you were not a people but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Uh, you know, talking about this concept of, of who we are because of what Christ has done for us, you know, that we get to be a part of this holy nation, this royal priesthood Very that special. we have been chosen by God. Yeah, this elite, elite group. status, right? Yeah. Children of God. Yeah, something that maybe, some people in our world, maybe they, don't think that they will ever be a part of. Hey, I've done too many things in my life that are not correct. I am not on the the right path. Yep. Uh, there's no way a God could even be that loving. Even mm-hmm. it, you know, it just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't happen. But, you know, it talks about how, well, all of us mm-hmm. really were not a people that were connected to God, that we were not a people who had mercy. But again, because of what Christ does for us, we receive this special gift and we are these people who are, who are chosen to be able to be elevated to this special status with our Lord. That's really
1: good. I really, I really like that connection that, uh, that you made there. And if you're listening to this and you're kind of a church person, you've been in church your whole life, it's it's really easy to take for granted, not just the love of God, but just the knowledge, the comfort, mm-hmm. and the the assurance that you have every day, knowing that God loves you, mm-hmm. has chosen you, called you, given you this elite status, and what a there's so many people like you said who don't have that perspective, mm-hmm. and it's easy for us to forget that because well this is the way life is God's in my life He's taking care of me and I'm but there are so many people your next door neighbor odds are. Uh, does not have that same peace in their life. And certainly many, many people you see every single day don't have that relationship uh, with with their Lord, with God, uh, through Jesus. And it's so powerful to be able to just tell people. Um, you know, I was actually just a member of the church uh, I was visiting with uh, just last Thursday, who was uh, going to his doctor, about to have treatments for, for a condition. And of course the doctor has to go through all the side effects. This is possible. This could happen. And just like one gets worse than the next and it gets worse and worse. And to the very end, and, uh, and the doctor said, what, well, do you have any questions? And he said, no, hmm. and the doctor was kind of taken aback. He's like, well, there's a lot of <laughs> things that go wrong. You sure you, you know, you're cons- are you concerned about any of this? He said, no, he goes, it's not for you to say whether I'm going to die or not. Uh, it's going to be in God's hands mm-hmm. and. God says it's time then it's time if god wants me to live longer i'm going to live longer and either way i'm in god's hands i'm not worried about it and uh, the doctor said wow i wish i had faith like that wow and our friend
0: said you can you can. yeah oh man that just that just goes to show you how there are so many opportunities that are around us that people experience or can come to even know god without us even saying uh the first words right mm-hmm. you are maybe not speaking even the name of jesus to right. them uh, in that way or being you know forceful right. or, or come to church you know, with you know, me or yeah
1: nothing like that at
0: all uh and you know what we need to start thinking more about that i was actually even thinking we could do a sermon series on that sometime just called like god stories or something like that how do we share God in just the everyday, everyday stories that we have with people? Just mm-hmm. it, everything that, that happens to us. So those doors will be open to share the name of Jesus. That's a great, great connection there. We do,
1: we do have an incredible privilege to be the children of God, to be a royal priesthood. And not that we walk around with our noses in the air and let's say it. But the, the great comfort that we have. Uh, knowing how loved we are, mm-hmm. how much God cares for us, and again that peace that we have.
0: Yeah, I like how. So what's your other? You I like how Paul verse? writes it in the Second Corinthians when he's talking to the church there. Just he talks to us, and you know he makes it super clear. Same thing about being able to show like people elevated to a special status, but it shows how inclusive our Lord is. Uh, he begins, therefore, if anyone is in Christ. The new creation has come the old has gone and the new is here and that is so special right that it's anyone this isn't uh, a, a ministry of reconciliation only for a, a few selected individuals if you will you know everybody gets to be that that astronaut you know it isn't this limited group of people uh, they are elevated to the special status again through jesus you know and that's how Paul concludes that. He goes on in that next verse and says, All of this is from God who reconciled us through himself to himself through Christ. And he gives us this ministry of reconciliation, also, that right. you know you get to actually share that. I think about those people coming down from space, and everybody's gonna be asking them, right? Well, wow, so what was everything. it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what did it look like when you looked out that room? How that did you room? sleep?
1: Were your arms yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you eat? Did you get like special astronaut food? Did you get that astronaut ice cream? You know, like everybody's going to be asking them all these different questions. Strangers, their friends, and that will happen for the rest of their lives. And again, just as you mentioned with the individual you were speaking with, people will ask us questions too. And so let's share with them that ministry of reconciliation that we have, that we get to live a life of hope because of what Christ has given to us first. And that's a hope that we have to be able to share with people, every single one of us, anyone who is in Christ. That's such a good point, too. I mean, it is
1: a very special status, but it's not exclusive to a small number of people. This is, again, God wants to reconcile all people to himself. It's open to everyone to have this special status with, uh, with the God, with the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, I'm gonna take that uh, word creation, there, we're new creation. I'm actually gonna, came with this from a, a, a different connecting point in scriptures when I read it. One is just the first, uh, how newsworthy this event is. Yeah. It was on TV, the launch, it's been the headlines and the and the news for a day or two just a huge, huge, huge uh, event. So many people are interested, fascinated with how amazing this is. I mean, humans, four human beings are being launched off the face of the Earth into the black void of space, Mm. circling the Earth, yeah, whatever, 45 times, and then coming back through the atmosphere, landing safely from whatever, hundreds, thousands of miles per hour in orbit to a stop in the ocean, surviving it all. Uh, it's just amazing uh, engineering feat. It's uh, fascinating, you know, again, that civilians, all civilian crew is piloting and orbiting and doing the whole flight. And uh, to show a little bit, just another little nugget here of how uh, special and amazing this is to people. So these people paid to, well, they it cost them money uh, to be on this flight. A few paragraphs in, uh, Isaac Mann, the last name of uh, the founders and CEO of Shift4 Payments he paid an unspecified amount for the 3-day joy ride and the uh, inspiration for mission is a part of a charity initiative to raise money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital mm. which is in Memphis, Tennessee in addition uh, to giving 100 million dollars to St. Jude Isaacman also donated the three other seats on the flight for his crew members. So he donated a $100 million to St. Jude and then an unspecified amount to SpaceX mm-hmm. for the four seats mm-hmm. uh, for him and his crew. This is, I mean, it's monumental. This is a, like a once in a lifetime, again, world news worthy. And that actually made me think of uh, our creator in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and something that we uh, strive so mightily. You know, you think we've come from the Bronze, Stone Age and the Bronze Age, and we've done tools and better houses and now vehicles and, you know, from the horseless carriage now to airplanes, now to space flight. We're just like, wow, look at us.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
1: But God, I mean, we're just 360 miles above <laughs> yeah, the earth. That's where yeah. this yeah. capsule's orbiting. Yeah. And space goes on for millions of light years, millions yeah. of light years, uh, off into the, every direction. And God just spoke it all into existence. And I think what really uh, puts it in perspective, is Genesis chapter 11, All right. let's read the first four or five verses here. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. This is verse 3. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. So they're going to be really hard. They're be the hardest bricks ever made. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Verse 4. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves lest we disperse all over the face of the whole earth. So there's human initiative human inspiration human dreaming reaching for the stars we're gonna build this tower with our our intelligence our engineering our might
0: mm-hmm.
1: our will our you know putting our dreams making our dreams reality and man we're gonna be famous for this whole this will be newsworthy and this is one of this is the one of the most funniest verses in the Bible all right I mean people don't think that there's Humor, humor and God and his word, you missed this one. Verse five, this is Genesis eleven five. five. Remember the state of mind of the humans, right? Verse five. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. Yeah. So I wish you, maybe this was a video, you can't see me, but you can imagine they're building this tower. They're looking up at how tall this is. They're like, wow, yeah, this is the tallest tower the in the world. We are amazing. Yep. And God is up in heaven going, where is that? What? <laughs> Where's this tower? Yeah. Hold on, let me come down and try yeah. to find it. He gets. He comes way down, oh, okay, here's your tower. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, that's really impressive guys,
0: good job. <laughs> Almost as it's like labor intensive, right? Uh yeah, he, he came down, you yeah. know,
1: this, this huge, you know. That's just like the idea of him having like binoculars. He's like, yeah. Where's this tower they're so proud of? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to come down to find it. So yes, there's uh, human achievements, which are fantastic. Medicine, science, engineering, we've done great things. Uh, but in the perspective of our creator uh, they're just not even measurable it's not I like even, that not even hard to hard to compare you can't compare the two two mm-hmm, different things mm-hmm. but that also I think goes right back to how much greater it is to be a royal priesthood a chosen nation the children yeah. of God yeah that he is so much greater than us we can't do anything to impress him to be like hey Hey, this kid's a, a good ball player. I want him on my team. I'm gonna pick him first. Or uh, this person's so virtuous or so smart or so atta- whatever it is. Yeah, I really you you come be on my royal priesthood, my chosen you can be my child. I'll yeah. be proud of you. Yeah. No, man, there's nothing we could do
0: that impress God on that scale. And there's nothing you even and have yet, to do, right? He doesn't even ask that part of it. That's it's it, his love. That's it. That's his love.
1: Well, that was another episode here with the pastors, and we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Yes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and we'll see you next week.